You are now locked and loaded for Daily Fantasy Glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live. Right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network is Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're brought to you by DailyRoto.com. And, Tony, it is a Friday, so we will be making the people's lineup for Week 11. I checked the polls already, Tony. I think we can uh, up the ante if we go in a 50-50 contest this week. Oh, really? See that? But that's that's low dollars. I mean, do they want to win big, or what do we want to do here? Listen, what have we told people if they're dipping their toe in the DFS water? We've told them that these big money contests are sucker bets. We want to push the rock up the hill. You've you've told many people, you know, go in a few head-to-heads, go in a few 50-50s. Why aren't we taking our own advice for the people? Because there's thousands of people as opposed to one of us. Okay, fair enough. I mean, you're the one who's laying out the cash for this anyway. (laughs) So ultimately, you could do as you feel. But by the end of the show, everybody, we will have the people's lineup for week 11. You'll hear Tony's lineup. You'll hear my lineup over on FanDuel. Tony, we'll also be giving out your NBA lineup for the people at the end of the show, correct? Yeah, and you know what's crazy is that it's been a, a good week for everybody, so we'll keep that rolling tonight. Uh, we're waiting for a couple uh, uh, injuries. If any big injury updates, we'll let you know there. And you guys can go to Twitter. The NBA Twitter Fantasy uh, features the Fantasy Sports Network today. Uh, three videos with our guys over on the NBA Twitter page, so check it out, NBA Fantasy. Absolutely, absolutely. Our partnership with the NBA getting going. Also, Tony, you said you'll be giving us some injury updates of the association when we come back out of breaks. We'll be getting your NBA lineup at the end of the show. Also, some interesting injury news for the running backs in Week 11 as well. It looks like Ty Montgomery with those banged-up ribs will be out. Cue up Jamal Williams to lead that Packers backfield. In news that you probably knew about, Devontae Freeman is going to be in the cold, dark, quiet room for Atlanta on Monday night. Looks like Tevin Coleman could be a workhorse. We'll talk about liking him in our polls. And also, Tony, the big one, the one we're going to be talking about, it looks like on Sunday morning on Lineup Lock Live, Leonard Fournette is going to draw a legitimate questionable tag. I think it could wind up anything from him being out to us being seeing a kind of committee with TJ Yeldon and Chris Ivory potentially. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I was uh, made a big trade this week the way I got Carson Wentz, and I threw Chris I I had them throw Chris Ivory in uh, just in case this thing happened. And then the news came out today uh, because it seems like that Leonard Fournette is a guy that's been dealing with these ankle issues all year long. Now, he practiced a little Wednesday, practiced a little Thursday, and today he didn't practice. Uh, so we have no idea what's going on here. Yeah, that is actually trending in the wrong direction. Tony, you talk about how he's been dealing with these injuries all year long. He's been dealing with these injuries since he was a friend. Freshman at LSU, if you want to know the truth. This is something that, as a workhorse, this has been following Leonard Fournette around for a while. But when we come back here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we are going to build the people's lineup. You can follow along. We put up some polls at the Tony Sincata at Spit and Speeds as well. We'll start off with the quarterbacks and we'll give you our entire lineup for the people. Hopefully they fit under the budget. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Come on back as we build the people's lineup for week 11 right here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sport Radio Network. 
friends. If you want to win at fantasy sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at fantasy sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the fantasy draft sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lot Clock Live. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And Tony, we got to build the people's lineup. Let's hope we stay in the budget. Tony, I want to go in a 50 50 contest, but it looks like Tony's ready to shoot for the moon with the people. We'll see what Tony thinks after we see what the polls dictate. Let's get it started, Tony. You ready? I'm ready and raring to go. We've got to see what the people got going on here. Uh, you know what? It's crazy is I've got my own lineup here, and uh, I got two. I think I got two guys that are not in the polls. So uh, interesting. I have also have. Lineup. I also have a couple of people that are not in the polls. One at uh, a couple of run, both one of my running backs are not in the polls, and I'm going elsewhere when it relates to one of my wide receivers. So we're uh, we're going to give out some options for the people, as it were, Tony. Let's go. Let's get it done. All right, let's get it started at the quarterback position. Our options for the people are Tom Brady, TB12, at 7,400, Russell Wilson at 7,000, Alex Smith at 6,700, and Jay Cutler, Smoking Jay, is at 5,400. I notice a couple of these options, Tony. It looks like we may have to enter the people in a lineup that has the Monday night football game as part of the slate. Um. Yeah. Depending on how the people vote on some of those, uh, we'll see how it works out. All right. Fair uh, enough. The people right now, forty nine percent of the people are with Tom Brady at seventy four hundred. Yeah. What do you think? You think that's a uh, a top option? You like that against Oakland and that pass defense that's put Jerry and Conley already on injured reserve, and they're going to be in the thin air in Mexico City. Yeah, Mexico City, they've been playing well. They're down in the wide receivers, but we saw what they did against Denver, and they just went to the tight ends, they went to the running backs, and they were able to do that. I thought Tom Brady and Russell Wilson are the top two plays at quarterback this week. Uh, You look at the Seattle passing game, right? Right. That's all they can do. They can't run at all. Now, their best lineman is uh, questionable for the game. And that could be a problem. But Russell Wilson throws about 40-plus times every game. So to me, it was Tom Brady or Russell Wilson. Yeah, and absolutely. And Russell Wilson also, I think, three of the last four weeks has been his team's leading rusher. You mentioned their best offensive lineman out. But listen, they just acquired him like two weeks ago anyway. So it's not like Russell Wilson doesn't know how to play without Dwayne Brown. Uh, Tony, I am also going with Tom Brady. I think, like you mentioned, they don't want to run the ball. And they are kind of like a chameleon you know it doesn't matter who it is but the interesting part for me is who do you stack them with could it be a tight end like Gronk could it be one of the running backs we'll get into that a little bit later on a lot of people though Tony are on Alex Smith for 6700 I think they kind of feel like if he gets the ball in any of his playmakers hands the Giants just won't tackle him this is the hard part of this game. Kareem Hunt has a great matchup. I think Tyreek Hill has a great matchup. And thus, Alex Smith would have a great matchup. 
uh, Travis Kelsey we know as the best matchup on paper of right. any player that's playing this weekend. So that's all out there for them. Uh, but if they want to, they could just run the ball and I think beat the Giants. So I would lay off Alex Smith. I don't think it's a bad play, but I just don't think it's going to be up there with the amount of throws that we're going to see from Tom Brady or Russell Wilson. All right, fair enough. And, Tommy, give me a little bit on Jake Cutler. I know the matchup against Tampa is good. Um, this offense, I think, has been a little bit better ever since they uh, you know, cast Jay Ajayi aside. They're following the scheme a little bit. Is this really a function of price and matchup? Yeah, price and matchup there. We take a very similar game, Oakland. We talk about this secondary. Uh, Jay Cutler went up there. They put up 27 fantasy points in that one with a $5,100 salary. So that got us five times the value. I think it's a very similar situation this week with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that game. And the only difference is Kenny Stills is questionable. He hurt his back Thursday's practice, and he's been a guy that's got deep for them. Now, the running backs have done well since J.H.I. left. And they've been catching the ball, and they put Kenny and Drake put up a big game there. So I don't think it's a big drop off there. So Jay Cutler at fifty four hundred dollars, I think he's playable against the Tampa team. Fair enough. Hey Tony, let me ask you something. I remember earlier in the week when we talked quarterbacks, we also talked a little bit about both quarterbacks in the Sunday night football tilt: the Eagles and the Cowboys. Okay, one, we're getting word that maybe Ronald Darby will play. In fact, this game it looks like he is off the final injury report. I was also thinking about a guy like. Dez as the only option, but uh, you were a little bit worried about Dak because of that offensive line trouble with Smith out at left tackle. Everyone loves themselves some Carson Wentz. What do you think about those two quarterbacks? Yeah, so here's the thing with Carson Wentz. I want to put him there in the top four in that poll, right? But I didn't put him in there because I don't know what the workload is going to be with Jay Ajayi in the backfield. Now we got Jay Ajayi the first game, knows the game plan. Do they run the ball more in this game? Secondly, the top wide receiver, Alshon Jeffrey, dealing with an injury in this contest as well. So I, I took a, a look at those two things, and Carson Wentz came out. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, I'm awful concerned about. you got Des Bryant playing with an injury. We talked about it on, I think, yesterday's show, how he was great the first two series, and then he just fell apart. Then we have the uh, tackle that's going to be out again. Last time it cost him six sacks from one player. Mm-hmm. And you add all that up against a better Philadelphia defensive line than they faced last week. I get concerned about the Cowboys' offense. I don't know how this game's a four-point spread. All right, fair enough. So we are going to go with the people, and the people right now are inserting Tom Brady as the quarterback for their lineup. Tony, let's move on to the first running back. We have Kareem Hunt, as you've already mentioned, at 8,000. Tevin Coleman at 5,800. Joe Mixon at 4,000. And Chris Thompson at 54. Tony, out of these polls, I love Tevin Coleman. We now know Devontae Freeman is not playing. The Seattle defense is not exactly as strong as it is has been in years past i feel like we're getting a stud rb1 potentially at 5800 i love tevin coleman i went back through and i went and ranked these guys without the price today to see where tevin coleman would uh, come in and i got him around number 10 at running back so i think he's definitely there at the 5800 price tag i mean it's a good price i think he's going to be playable i think he's going to be highly owned for me, Kareem Hunt by far is the best play against that Giants defense. We saw them not even tackle. Uh, it's been a while. You would think that Andy Reid would try to get on the ball and, and go that route against this team. I like that, but Tevin Coleman would be the second guy in the poll. Chris Thompson would be three for me. And I'll tell you the truth. I really don't get all the love for Joe Mixon 
Uh, but as I go around the different sites, there's a lot of people loving them because of the $4,000 price tag. In Denver's last two games, they've been obliterated by running backs. A lot of it's through the passing game. But Cincinnati is one of the worst offensive lines in football. I don't think they're going to be as successful as we've seen the last two teams. Fair enough. Talk to me a little bit more about Chris Thompson. Because, Tony, you hear me on this show. One of my thesis, or I guess if there's multiple thesis, it's your thesi, is that um, this New Orleans Saints team is a little bit different. And they're operating a little more with a time of possession and running focus. So could that mean that the Washington football team is not on the field as much? I also know that Washington wants to kind of protect Chris Thompson, limit him. I can kind of see Samaj P. Ryan dominating some of the snaps. Oh, hey, Samaj P. Ryan's going to get in there because they're worried of Chris Thompson's uh, physical stature right. and that he can't take a pounding. So I think he's going to get three or four more touches than he normally does. It's not going to be a whole workload. Now, they're not going to, I don't think they can run the ball against them. I think that they're going to have to throw the ball to Chris Thompson. But if you look what Chris Thompson's doing, his play's dropped off. He's faced mm-hmm. two good defenses his last two games, Minnesota and Seattle. And he got nine fantasy points and seven. He's still getting the targets, six targets and seven targets. He just didn't produce against them. So I don't think it's automatic. I think it's his third tough defense in a row. And we'll stop seeing the big numbers that we've seen in the past. All right. Fair enough. Now, the people, Tony, are liking your call as who you think the number one overall running back is this week with 48% of the vote. They are going with Kareem Hunt at $8,000 on DraftKings. So, Tony, so far we got Tom Brady in at quarterback and we have Kareem Hunt as our RB1. How do you feel about what the people are doing so far? I like their picks, but it's gonna it might cost us a little, might cost us in a little bit because we got to get some savings pretty soon. Hey, we absolutely do. So I'm gonna tell you if we need some savings, I love going down to Tevin Coleman at 5800. So if we are out of our budget, you know, we'll know that a little bit later on as we consider our defense and our flex position a little bit down the line. I think the easy fix, Tony, is to go down from Kareem Hunt down to Tevin Coleman. That would save us twenty two hundred dollars. If we want to. But Tony, as I look to our next running back position, I think we may in fact find some savings. I think it's very interesting. The uh, the people may wind up. I know what you were talking about, how the Patriots aren't always going with the uh, wide receivers. The people may in fact stack up. Tom Brady with one of the running backs. 38% of the people really, really like Rex Burkhead at 3,600. The other options are, again, it looks like you were really trying to get the people to pick Chris Thompson. You once again had the people and had Chris Thompson in that poll. Then you had Mark Ingram at 8,100 and Doug Martin, who I think is an interesting play at 15%. He's going for 4,500. Tony, right now, the people love Rex Burkhead and they want to insert him uh, Burkhead in the people's lineup at 3600 so here's what we're going to do we're going to take a quick break right here on the fantasy sports radio network when we come back we're going to dive into Rex Burkhead and his viability as well as some of these other running backs you want to talk about Mark Ingram and Doug Martin how does that sound Tone Let's do it. The people and me have the same first three guys, so uh, we'll see how this plays out. All right, fair enough. When we come back with Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata on Lineup Lock Live, we talk some about these RB2s and if we have found the right Patriots running back to stack up with Tom Brady. It's Dane and Tony. It's Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. 
is Greg Sussman, your fantasy football BFF, and I'm here to tell you all about the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer four questions in a row, right? And you win two tickets to the Big Game in Minnesota on February 4th. Make sure you're locked and loaded in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so you always know when we're playing. The game only happens once a day, and the show changes. So make sure you listen and watch and play the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Lineup Block Live. It is Dane and Tony getting you ready for week 11 of the NFL season. We're making the people's lineup. But, Tony, tip-off is about to happen in the association tonight. I know you're going to be giving out your NBA lineup at the end of the show, but you have a couple of injury updates, no? Yeah, for the Raptors, you have DeLon Wright out. Norman Powell is out. Serge Ibaka is not expected to play. Uh, this is helps our guy OG that we OG. talked about the other night. And, Oh, geez, gonna, but they raised his price on DraftKings, so he's not a bargain. Still a bargain on FanDuel tonight. Denzel Valentine will start for the Bulls. And uh, for the Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell will make his first start at point guard in place of Ricky Rubio. So Donovan Mitchell, and his price is $6,500. He's still a decent play on DraftKings, but you're not getting a huge bargain uh, with him. And you'll also have DeMontis Sabonis back and ready to play tonight. And you also have Scott Brooks in the Miami uh, he, they're basically going to use a short rotation tonight, and Mike Scott won't get any playing time. All right, so more minutes for everybody out there in Miami. Tony, we're working on our RB2 right now, and 38% of the people like Rex Burkhead at 3600 This might allow the people to save a little bit of money as well. Here's what I think is interesting, Tony. Our guy Sean McCormick responded that he's going with Burkhead as well. He's stacking them up with Tom Brady. And you, as you know, it's playing whack-a-mole with the Patriots running backs you never know really which one it is that's going to pop off interestingly enough our guy sean says watch it wind up then being a james white game i gotta tell you the truth i also have tom brady and i have Dion lewis in there so like i mean on FanDuel, if you look at Dion lewis james white rex burkhead these guys are all within a couple of hundred bucks of each other why did you go ahead and go with burkhead instead of say white or lewis uh, Rex Burkhead has back-to-back 15-point games, and plus you get multiple positions out of him. He's running, running, running back. He's lined up outside a wide receiver as well. I think James White has too. Where Deion Lewis has been more of the guy uh, from running right behind a tackle. Now in PPR leagues on DraftKings, you get a whole point PPR. So I think he's a little better play than he is over at FanDuel uh, with Burkhead and James White, and then I think it goes over to Deion Lewis at FanDuel. Mike Gillisley didn't dress last game, and hopefully that's the same thing so we can eliminate one of these running backs. All right, fair enough, uh, but the people are going with Rex Burkhead at 3,600. Tony, I want to ask you about Doug Martin. Doug Martin at 4,500. He yeah. has sort of declined um, since he kind of had a hot start after his suspension, but you heard the offensive coordinator come out this week and say they need to continue to run the ball. They are facing a Miami team. I saw Carolina shred them on the ground on Monday Night Football. Could this be a bounce-back week for the Muscle Hamster in a game that is, uh, you know, the makeup for Hurricane Maria? Yeah, absolutely. And I think he's uh, had some tough matchups. He had the New York Jets, right. the New Orleans Saints, and we know that defense was good. Carolina's been good. Now, Buffalo has not been good, but that was when Marcel Darius was there, mm-hmm. and they have been poor since then. 
And then he scored 15 against Arizona. So a lot of it could have been the opponent as well. So he has an easy opponent. The offensive coordinator saying, hey, we got to get the ball. we got to run the ball. I think it sets up as a nice game at 4500 bucks. He's certainly a good play. You can even use him in the flex. Could be a little bit of value for Doug Martin. We will think about that, Tony, when we fill out the people's flex as well, depending on our budget. All right, Tony, let's look at the wide receivers. In the first poll, when it comes to the wide receivers, we've got Doug Baldwin at 6900 Brandon Cooks at 66, DeAndre Hopkins at 61, and Russell, I'm excuse me, Sterling Shepard at 6,300. Let me ask you first about Brandon Cooks, Tony. As you mentioned, the Patriots really kind of are chameleons and morph to what they uh, have as their opponents. With the no-fly zone last week in Denver, it was a lot of backs and a lot of gronk. Why might this week be a week where you can see the outside receivers for New England? They actually ran out of targets. So basically, even last week against Denver, not a great matchup. He had 11 targets, and he had late eight targets the week before. Uh, prior to that, we weren't seeing close to double digits in a lot of these games. So I think it gives him an opportunity going against the Raiders secondary that they got to throw the ball deep every once in a while to free up the running backs and the tight end. So I think that Brandon Cooks just gets targets because of that, and he has the ability to make plays. So I think he's within that. If you went Tom Brady, he's one of the considerations. I don't think he'll be highly owned either. All right, fair enough. So there's another option to stack with Tom Brady. The people, however, are not taking Brandon Cooks in their lineup. Tony, I want to ask you about DeAndre Hopkins, who I believe skill set-wise is one of the top three wide receivers in the entire NFL. Only 18% of the people, and I think, huh, you're not really going to see DeAndre Hopkins at 6,100 much. I don't care who the quarterback is. He's getting 16 targets, 14 targets. Even if he only catches half of them, that is a productive outing for DeAndre Hopkins. But it looks like people are scared off because maybe Patrick Peterson will be on him in Arizona. Tony, I have one question for you. Are you scared? I don't have him in my lineup right now. And I got to tell you, he's the one guy I regret not having in my lineup. At $6,100, that price is too, too small. And he's put up 21, 20, and 39 39 he put up against a healthy Seattle defense, right? That's mm-hmm. when they had Sherman. They had their safety. So I'll take that any day. And Patrick Peterson, like I said, he's given away about six inches here. Even if he catches half his targets, we've gotten 14 targets, 16 targets since Tom Savage has been the quarterback. He's going to pay off that $6,100 salary. All right, fair enough. So that is still a ringing endorsement for a guy like Nuke Hopkins. However, Tony, the people are spending a little bit more. Did you ever think you would see Sterling Shepard $200 more than DeAndre (laughs) Hopkins? But that's what we have, and that's where the people are going. Tony, 48% of the people like the wideout one for the New York football giants, Sterling Shepard. Like we've talked about before, Eli Manning has become a volume thrower. That run game has not gotten going. The Kansas City Chiefs are a a bottom five to ten pass defense, and you gotta figure that the Chiefs coming off the bye. Andy Reid is incredible after after the bye. You gotta think the Chiefs will be up, forcing the Giants' hand to throw. And Shepard has been a target of Eli. It's hard to argue this, right? I think I could make the case for all four of the guys in this poll, but. I'll tell you right now, he got 13 targets in that last game against San Francisco. He put up 28 fantasy points without getting in the end zone, without getting in the end zone, 142 yards receiving. I think we could see something very similar. And in fact, the Kansas City Chiefs are the worst team against wide receivers in all the National Football League. That means wide receivers score more points against the Kansas City Chiefs than any other team. And he's the only guy out there besides the tight end 
that Eli Manning's comfortable to throwing to. I think he steps up and has another big game. All right, fair enough. So, Tony, we are inserting Sterling Shepard in as our wide receiver one, it looks like, in our lineup. So, so far right now, Tony, our lineup is Tom Brady at quarterback, Kareem Hunt and Rex Burkhead at our running back positions, and we're going with Sterling Shepard. Up next, our options are Mike Thomas at 74, A.J. Green at 7,000, Jamison Crowder at 4,300, and Julio Jones at 73. Let me talk to you about Julio Jones. Julio Jones would, you know, it doesn't matter if he's on the left or the right side of the field. Richard Sherman will not be across from him. I think that could set up to have a little bit of a a big time game for Julio, no? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I think that we're going to get one of these 200 yard games out of this guy eventually, right? Mm. And we haven't seen it and he's been hurt. This is setting up where you got this whole offense where Devonta Freeman's out, Tevin Coleman's in. The one thing that they're going to do with Tevin Coleman is they're going to make sure they don't give the ball 20 times because they, they don't give it to any of their backs that much. We saw Teron Ward get in there. I think Julio Jones gets 14, 15 targets in this game, and I think he has a big game in this one. Oh, man, that is bad news for me, Tony, in season long, where at the end of the week I have Matt Ryan. My opponent has Julio Jones, so I need him going elsewhere, maybe to Muhammad Sanu well, or wherever else. Maybe he's going to Muhammad Sanu. Let me ask you about A.J. Green, who's in this poll, but he is going up against the no-fly zone, Tony. Do you, is uh, A.J. a, a wideout that you worry about, depending on the coverage he's facing? Or, I mean, obviously in season long, he's a week-to-week starter. But might there be other better options this week than A.J. Green at 7,000? Here's the positive is he's always going to get targeted no matter what, right? right? Because he's the only guy on that thing. And Brandon LaFell was questionable, but LaFell's going what to What about like your boy Tyler Croft at the tight end position? Uh, they don't defend the tight end well. It's a good game for Tyler Croft. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, the Cincinnati Lions terrible. Denver couldn't get to the pass last week against New England. I think they go and look at that, and they look at film, and I think AJ, uh, Andy Dalton has a tough game here. He's going to have to throw the ball, but I don't know if we're going to have a lot of success here. I wouldn't play A.J. Green. Right. I like the price again, 7000 bucks. For a guy that's you know a top yeah. five wide receiver, that's a great price. Absolutely, you, can't play. you could you know if you could you could spend thirteen thousand and get AJ Green and DeAndre Hopkins yeah. in your yeah, lineup. Amazing. You know, and these are these are first round quality wide receivers that we're talking about. All right, uh, the other wideouts that we have here, Tony, are in this Saints Washington game. Mike Thomas and Jamison Crowder. <laughs> I like Crowder better, to be quite honest. He's much cheaper. The Saints are running the ball, and the Washington football team can't run the ball. I think Crowder gets more targets than Thomas in this game. I do, too. There's a lot of reasons to like Jamison Crowder, and we haven't said that a lot this year. Terrell Pryor out. Josh Doxson would be have Marshawn yeah. Lattimore on him. I mean, I like Crowder. You look at Washington has three wide receivers that have the possibility to miss this game. And so the one thing is Jameson Crowder plays out of the slot. He doesn't play wide, and they don't defend the slot well, New Orleans, as they do with the two outside wide receivers. So it gives me an opportunity here. I think Jameson Crowder ends up with double-digit targets. Yeah, I like that as well, and so do the people, Tony. The people have Sterling Shepard as their wideout one, and they're spending a little bit of money with Jamison Crowder as their wide receiver, too. Tony, when we come back after the break, we have one more wide receiver and tight end to discuss. We'll discuss the defense as well, and then we'll figure out the flex position. But how do you feel about the people's lineup so far? You feel all right spending a little bit of money in a 50-50 today this week? Oh, yeah. So far, i got to tell you the truth. Those people are getting a lot more intelligent, or they're listening to us a lot every day uh, because we have the same five players right now in our lineups me and the people it's going to change soon I though I think I because I, I don't have 
some of the guys in the poll. All right, fair enough. But so far, you and the people are uh, simpatico, and I like that. People, if you're following along with the Tony Sincata, I think you're doing good work. When we come back, we look to fill out the rest of the lineup and see if Tony and the people diverge. It looks like they will. We'll come back and find out how right here on Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Line of Lock Live. It's Dane and Tony holding you down, getting you ready for week 11 of the NFL season. But before we do, we have some more updates, Tony, from tonight in the association. What you got? Greg Monroe, the guy that was uh, traded, he is going to start tonight for the Suns. Put him in your lineup. Get him in there. He's uh, underpriced. Get him out there. Tyson Chandler and Jared Dudley are both out. And Sergio Baca is officially out. Hey, you know, I got to ask you, Dan, how would you have handled this this morning? I went to Dunkin' Donuts and I usually go there in the morning. Yeah. And um, I order a uh, black iced coffee. Sure. So they give me a they give me a black uh, hot coffee, and I'm going. I didn't I didn't want that. I wanted an iced coffee. And then I said, you know what? Just give me the black coffee because Jesus must have wanted it that way. You think that's the way to handle it? It depends on what kind of establishment you're in. You got, I think you got to read the the people that are there. You know, because if you if you feel comfortable asking and you think they won't put in any kind of like special sauce or mess with you in any kind of way, <laughs> yes, then yes. I think it's okay to politely request, right? But if you get any kind of sniff that they may uh, want to, you know, take it to the next level on you and respond in kind, then you just take your coffee and be happy about it. Yeah, that's uh, I agree with you totally there. I wasn't sure, so I, I went with the Jesus angle. Uh, fair enough. That's one angle. Uh, you know, but Tony, isn't it? Uh, it's hot down there. No, maybe you did need the iced coffee. Oh, I'll tell you what. It was cold this morning. It was like forties. Uh, then take your there. hot yeah. coffee and be happy with it, Tony. Come on. Yeah, I did. I did. I was. All that's right. what I said. Sometimes you know you got to leave it up to fate. Fair fate. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. We got an RB three to fill in here as well, Tony. Excuse me, a oh. wide out three. I apologize. People were getting we at might you. Might get one later. People we were getting get after later. you on the polls, talking about oh, but you know what? I know the work that you do for the people. A typo here and there does not matter on the polls. Let's look at these wide receivers. Tony, it is, that are you? Well, I don't know. Maybe you you got that line with Jesus. Who knows? Maybe you're. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's different for you. But the wide receivers we're going to discuss here are Bruce Ellington at three thousand, Keenan Allen at fifty nine hundred, Amari Cooper at six thousand, and Dontrell Inman at thirty two hundred. Tony, if you're looking for a punt play at wide receiver, would you rather the number two receiver in Houston or the de facto number one receiver in Chicago? 
You know, this is a crazy situation because I, I actually contemplated this. I think I lead to a Dontrell Inman. When you look at what uh, Chicago's got to do, they got to see if this kid can throw the ball once in a while, right? Sometime they got to try to let this kid throw the ball. No, this kid goes and four Don- for seven for 80 yards and, yeah, in a I win. Know, in, a, in a win. I know. That's the crazy part, right? So here's the thing. He got eight targets in the last game, six for eight, 88 yards. I think I would take the shot there. Now, the thing on Ellington is the coach uh, – Coach O'Brien says, hey, we got to get him the ball. Right. we got to throw him the ball. And no Will Fuller this week. Yeah, no And remember, Fuller, so. he'll have someone not named Patrick Peterson on him as well. Yeah, and I would think, I would think, I'm not sure of this, that the Arizona situation uh, in that contest with the Houston Texans in Arizona, there'll be more points scored right. than the Bears are going to put in this game. So I think Ellings is probably the right call, but I want to go Inman. All right, well, let's see if the people's budget can fit a little bit more high price talent because, Tony, 33% of the people right now are going with Amari Cooper at 6,000, facing that Patriots pass defense that, you know, is ranked pretty bad. But I saw Stephon Gilmore shut down Demarius yes. Thomas last week, and Malcolm Butler is a solid corner as well. Is this idea that the pass defense, the pass, the Pats? pass defense is attackable is that a thought that uh, maybe has run its course I, I think it has I think when you look at these two cornerbacks if you rated them prior to the season they would have been a top five cornerback yeah. uh, with Gilmore and um, the, Malcolm the, Butler uh, Malcolm Butler right he, and, and Malcolm Butler what happened was they couldn't get on the same page the defense the communication was terrible so they let up 31 points a game the first four games now they're down to 13 points a game in their last four games I really think this defense has just come a long way, and the two cornerbacks are the two best players on the defense. Yeah, so I agree with you, but we got to do what the people say. The people right now are going with Amari Cooper down there in Mexico City in what should be uh, feeling like a Raiders home game down there in Mexico City. So Amari Cooper is their third wide receiver. Tony, let's look at the what tight ends. What would you ends. do? What would I do? Would well, you go... Cooper or Crabtree? Crabtree's 5,900. I like Crabtree. I think Crabtree's a better player than Amari Cooper. And I think that uh, Carr feels more uh, secure with Crabtree. I think I like Crabtree better than Cooper. You know I've been saying that all season long. I think Crabtree is actually just a better player than Amari Cooper. The drops have gotten in his head. He had that incredible game where he put up like 40-some-odd fantasy points. But outside of that, it's been Cra- Crabtree as the more reliable Raider. Yeah, I look at it like that. You can go either way. The one thing you like about Crabtree is he's the one that gets notoriously the end zone looks. Yep. And so that's a big one. And besides that one game with Amari Cooper, but, you know, every time, every once in a while, a squirrel gets a nut. That's right. A broken clock is right twice a day. Let's look at tight end real quick, Tony. And listen, you've got opportunity aplenty oh at the tight God. end position. Listen to the matchups of the top tight ends this week, okay? You got Rob Gronkowski against the Oakland Raiders, who are no notoriously bad against the tight end. You have Zach Ertz, the number one tight end in football, going up against the Cowboys without Sean Lee. And then you talk about a team notoriously bad against the tight end. How about the Giants who have given up a touchdown to the tight end every week of the NFL season? Oh, yeah. And now they have Travis Kelsey coming to town. And then if you want, for good measure, Evan Ingram, who is one of Eli's only healthy targets, going up against the bottom five pass defense. It's Really, if you want to spend, you can't go wrong. Which of the four do you like best here, Tom? I'll tell you what. You can even the, the crazy part is there's more out there. Oh right yeah, I, I, 
Like Jared Cook. At I told you about Jared Cook. I mentioned yeah, that earlier in the one. week. I love Cameron Brait also, if you yeah. want to know the truth. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I like Jason Witten in Sunday Night Football. The Eagles' pass defense hasn't been there. Their run defense has been studly. But especially if Darby comes back and Mills has been good, how about old reliable Jason Witten? I think there's a multitude of options. You talked about Tyler Croft as well against the Denver Broncos and that no fly zone i think there's opportunity aplenty at the tight end position tone yeah so you don't want to punt this position you gotta get someone in there in top cross only 2900 denver's next to last against tight ends uh, in the nfl uh so you can go ahead and take a shot there but we got some big guys here i am gonna use travis kelsey and yep, i felt me too. you know what I, I i felt ashamed doing it like i feel like you know like this is too easy like you're stealing from children right Tom? yeah something like that Something like that. All right. Well, I also have Travis Kelsey in my lineup, but the people are going to save a little bit of money and go with Evan Ingram. So, Tony, how do you feel about this? Wait, the Chiefs are a bottom five pass defense, but the people have Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. They are. Uh, they think they know where Eli's going on Sunday. I'll tell you what. I think it's actually a good play by the people. They're covering uh, the entire Giants passing game, in yeah, essence. Watch I mean, Tavares King score a touchdown, though. Oh, my God. I, to tell you the truth, right, if everything goes the way it is, they're a ten-and-a-half-point underdog, right? So they're so going to be throwing. Kansas City's, yeah, Kansas City's up. They throw the ball. Say he gets 36, 40 passes. You've got to think these two guys yeah. are going to get at 70% of those passes. That's crazy. So what the people need, Tony, is they need Kareem Hunt to score two touchdowns in the in the first half. Then you need the Giants in you know no huddle mode the entire second half, and Kareem Hunt trying to park the bus and run out the clock at MetLife. I I actually believe that is a very very viable game script for Sunday at MetLife. I'll tell you what I love uh, I love this lineup except for the Amari Cooper pick. Yeah, I um, do as well. I, Let's see, Tony. What are they doing at defense, though? We got the Chargers at three thousand, the Jags at four thousand, the Bears at twenty seven hundred, the Rams at twenty four hundred. Let's talk about these Chargers. They're going to be at home getting pressure because they got Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. They're going to be getting pressure on. Oh yeah, that's right, Nate Peterman. Yeah, Nate Peterman. So Nate Peterman, we know he's not going to run out of the pocket like Tyrod Taylor and be able to escape a couple sacks. So the Chargers were certainly one of those guys that come in the poll. But I got to be honest. If I look at this, they have $4,200 remaining. Oh, then you got to go Jacksonville. The thing is, not only is Jacksonville the defense we all know it is, right? The wind's going to be 25 miles an hour there in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. As well. So, I mean, there's enough problems for this Cleveland offense to begin with. It is the only bad weather game on the whole day. I like that. I like that. I will say this. If I expect a lower-scoring game, then I also will not expect the Jags to cover a seven-and-a-half-point spread, though. If it's a lower-scoring game, you know, those seven-and-a-half points could be a lot. But I agree with you, and the people agree with you, Tony. People are going with the Jaguars at 4,000. 41% of the people have the Jags in their lineup. So, Tony, if we insert the Jags, what do we have left for our flex? We have 4,400, which is pretty close to what I played. I put it. We in can't my, get Dougie uh, Martin, though, at 45, huh? Well, you know what's crazy about that is in my flex, I used uh, Jeremy Macklin mm. at $4,500. And to me, it's between Macklin and Martin is there because Jeremy Macklin, we talked about him during the week against the Green Bay Packers. Yep. They're 28th in the league. They want to throw the ball more. So I went Jeremy Macklin, and we're over 100 uh, off there. 
So basically, we can't go that route. We'll take a quick when we come back from break. We'll uh, we'll talk about some forty four hundred dollars. All right. And we'll hey, looking at the poll, Tony. Looking at the poll because we got a minute left before we go to break. I see Joe Mixon as an option at four thousand from the poll. I see uh, Joe Mixon. Um, let's see. We can't get Doug Martin. We can't get Jeremy Macklin. Can we get Jamison Crowder? Or do we already have Jamison Crowder in? We have Jamison Crowder at forty three hundred. All right. Then what about one of these? We might have to go Ellington out in Houston. We might have to go Dontrell Inman. Oh. The fighter of the nightman, or uh, I think that might be where we have to go. We might have to go with Dontrell Inman because he got 27% of the vote and Bruce Ellington got 19% of the vote. I wish we could spend one more. This? Go ahead. How about uh, when we come back? I'll give, you, I'll give you five guys and then we'll come to a decision. We'll make a snap judgment. You'll hear Tony's NBA lineup, you'll hear Tony's DK lineup, and you'll hear my fan duel lineup that has a couple of guys we have not spoken about today. We'll do all that and more when we come back on Lineup Lock Live. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Deion Lewis, James White, Rex Burkett. These guys are all within a couple of hundred bucks of each other. Why did you go ahead and go with Burkhead? Rex Burkhead has back-to-back 15-point games. And plus, you're getting multiple positions out of him. He's running back. He's lined up outside the wide receiver as well. I think James White has, too. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Welcome back to Line of Lock Live. It's Dane and Tony. And Tony, you know I'm a big-time Yankees fan. In the right field bleachers, there used to be a remix of this song uh, when they would play it when the grounds crew came out. It was not appropriate for the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Remind me to tell you that one another time when you're uh, the next time you're back <laughs> up here. But uh, we did a little bit of money management, Tony, and it looks like we're settling on Duke Johnson in that game against, uh, against Jacksonville, huh? Yeah, I look at Duke Johnson to get a controlled passing environment. They try to get the ball uh, around this Jacksonville defensive line without challenging the cornerbacks. So he's $4,400, so I like that play. And I'll tell you what, I like the people's lineup. I think this is a solid lineup that will work both in cash and in tournaments, and we'll be able to uh, put it in a 50-50, and they're good. The only difference is is that they went a little cheaper at tight end, which I have no problem with. I think Ingram's a strong play any, any week, and they used Amari Cooper. That's the only difference that than I could, would have seen in the lineup that I put together. All right, fair enough. So we're about to give you our lineups for Week 11, and Tony's going to give you his NBA lineup as well. When you get these lineups, what you could also do is go on over to DKMS, you know, on the uh, DailyRoto.com slash DKMS. We're doing free-to-enter contests, and if you win that, you go to the finals Week 17. You could get tickets for two to the big game with Justin Timberlake at halftime, but you really get to learn a little bit more about uh, how you could help the fight against blood cancer with DKMS. Tony, let me real quick, let me give you my fan duel lineup, okay? I'm going with Tom Brady at quarterback at 8,600. At running back, I'm going Deion Lewis. I'm zigging when everybody else is going on Rex Burkhead. I'm going with Deion Lewis. And one guy who didn't mention is Melvin Gordon. I like Melvin Gordon this week against the Buffalo Bills at wideout. We talked about Jeremy Macklin. I have him. Yesterday, I mentioned to you I love the targets that Jarvis Landry will get against Tampa Bay. I have him. And then in the wideout that you will not like, Tony, I believe
believe this offense on Sunday night will, in fact, still go through Dez Bryant. So I have him in my lineup as well. I'm going Travis Kelsey at tight end, and I'm going with the cat scratch fever, the Jacksonville Jaguars, in a windstorm in Cleveland. That's my lineup. I got Tom Brady at quarterback, $7,400 against Oakland, going with Rex Burkhead like the people, and Kareem Hunt is my two backs, 3600 8000 Jamison Crowder and Sterling Shepard, 43300 there. I'm going Keenan Allen against the hmm. Buffalo Bills secondary, which has been uh, atrocious. Now, Phil Rivers is still in concussion protocol, but he's questionable every day yeah. this week. Yeah, he's practicing every day, so he'll be there at game time. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 7300 bucks using Jeremy Macklin. And then I'm using the Bears against the Lions. The Bears are a lot better at home, at home. Uh, defensively. And Matt Stafford has five pickoffs and five interceptions in his last five games. Yeah, the Lions have been great 20-20, to but have struggled to punch it in as well, close to the goal line. But, Tony, you have been red hot in the NBA. Let's make the people some lineup in the uh, money in the association tonight. Flop the nuts for the people in the NBA. Here's what we got in the NBA tonight. Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, the Brooklyn uh, point guard, as uh, Jack is out, 5500 bucks. Lou Williams, Lou Williams, 6600 bucks. Le- LeBron James, 11200 Greg Monroe, I told you to get him in the lineup. He's starting tonight for Phoenix, 4100 Jokic, 8100 against New Orleans. Van Fleet, $3,000. Oh, salary. of he Wichita State fame. Yeah, he should get uh, about 15 or 16 minutes, and he's been putting up enough points to uh, get us 20 fantasy points. Derek Favors and Rodney Hood both starting with injuries to Utah against Brooklyn and a team that goes up and down at 59-5400. All right, fair enough. And, Tony, as you said, we like the people's lineup. I'm telling you right now, we can get back in the black with this people's lineup for Week 11 if we go into 50-50. But if you really like him and you want to put a little double duty, you can put him another uh, 5 or 10 bucks from me. I'll Venmo you, Tony, all right, because I, I also like I the people's lineup. Up. I put him in a 25 50 50 in a $6 uh, tournament. There it is. Tony can't ignore all the action for the people's lineup. Tony, I'll see you on Sunday morning on Lineup Lock Live, where right before kickoff, we get 11th hour updates. We'll know a little bit more about Leonard Fournette. We'll know a little bit more about Phillip Rivers and all that. But until then, Tony, I hope you hit the association. Keep making that cash. I'll see you Sunday morning on the special edition of Lineup Lock Live. Have a great one, Tom. <laughs>